0: Welcome back to The Human Exception and this week Nathan's going to tell us about gay pirates. Expect foul language and let's get ready for another human exception. <laughs>
1: Craig Deuce in here.
2: Ooh. That's fancy.
1: Double the Craig.
2: Double the Craig, double the pleasure. That's how do, that works, do, right? Do, do. Oh, he yeah. tells you when you join and everything. Damn. Yeah.
1: He's like, he's new old Craig. He's been up- updated.
2: <laughs> updated Craig. Craig yeah. 2.0. I feel like he needs a better name than Craig, but it's too late. He's been named. But he's not a Steve, so that's okay. Hmm. Do we not like Steves? Um, (laughs) it's more, it's
1: more of like, uh, it's more of like an ism from, I don't know if you've ever seen like the anime abridged. Like type series. No. Um, there was this guy who went by little Karibo and he did uh he did Yu-Gi-Oh abridged. And if it was like whoever was the annoying character of the episode that he was abridging was a Steve. It was like oh, stopping okay. such a thief. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I can get behind that. Yeah. I also yeah. need to watch this so that I can understand what happens in One Piece because I started to watch it, but I'm not dedicating 10 years of my life to one piece.
1: So not I watched.
2: If you
3: want, but.
1: I watched the first like five, 600 episodes.
3: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> with With a filler list okay but um one piece is also the anime with like the least well one of the one of the shonen animes with the least amount of filler Mm -hmm. at like 10 or 11 percent so they've got a thousand episodes out or almost 1100 and it's only like just over a hundred episodes of filler.
3: Yeah, I mean, at that point, watch the filler because filler episodes can be fun.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I apparently though, starting from like about halfway through, at like the fish, um, fishman island, fishman village arc is probably yep. the, is the best place to start.
3: Oh, I already I finished that part.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you're already more than halfway through. Am I? Yeah, it's like, that's like. Are we talking about the same one? This is now a One
2: Piece podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you um, talking about. It's,
0: it's, it's on topic. It's pirates. I'm talking. You, well, it is
1: on topic. Is like, it the first time they meet Nami?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, no, that is way early.
0: Okay,
3: yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, I I have. Not left Netflix to look for more episodes yet, so uh, okay. I am yeah. um, like they just they just crossed the grand line for the first first time.
1: And now they're and fighting. Like, oh, There's um,
3: sad whale. I yeah, sad whale. I, I remember sad whale was the last thing I remember. Um, sad whale episode makes me highly uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it was very. Yeah, it was bad.
3: Anyway. Watch uh watch anime kids. <laughs> I keep trying to fish for new friends at work by saying what a weeb I am. It's not working.
2: Mm-hmm. Well
3: no. <laughs> I'm not gonna have any work friends, I've decided. I'm just gonna I'm just not gonna do
2: that. <sighs> I'm just gonna stay out of trouble. Anyway. <laughs> so Uh,
1: I've lost my whole train of thought. Um, This ship has sailed, and it left without me. (laughs) Today we're talking about pirates. That's what we're talking about. That's what I'm here to say. Um, So, what do we know about
2: pirates? Okay. Or is this rhetorical?
1: No, this is an actual question.
2: I know
3: too much about pirates.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't know if one piece counts yet.
3: Uh it's not just one piece. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um so in general, I guess, most of our media is um
2: it's very like
1: It kind of romanticized in a what in a bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's like high seas adventure, peg legs, eye patches. You know, scary flags, super awesome boats, uh, and then and what? Sorry, hot women, hot women.
0: You <laughs> I mean wenches?
1: Wenches.
3: Well, I was thinking. Uh... I was specifically thinking of Black Pearl. And Less of the wenchy part and more of just like attractive women, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep.
3: I also think of that one commercial where they talk about having sex with the was it a commercial or a sketch where they're like talking about having sex with pirates and they're trying to role play and he's like, "Oh yeah, my scurvy's making my teeth fall out." <laughs> I haven't had I a have shower no in months. I'll look about. it up. I'll I'll find it for you for later cuz it's Hilarious.
1: And if you're like from the deeper parts of the internet, the song We Are a Pirate. You are a pirate? You are a pirate. Um...
3: <laughs> do what you want, because a pirate is free. You are, you a, are pirate. a
1: pirate. Yes.
0: Hell yeah. Okay.
1: Uh oh no, we lost oh.
0: Hila. <laughs> You've been in a part of the internet that I haven't, apparently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We all have our own dark parts of the internet.
2: So, obviously,
1: uh, because it is uh, Pride season, and obviously most of us, if not all of us, and if you are not, also having withdrawals from Our flag means death being off air right now. Who are you? What are you doing with your life? Go fucking watch that show. Um, (laughs) This is a perfect time to discuss pirates. So. Now we're getting into the, the history. Of. Pirates. So in the mid seventeenth century, early eighteenth century, uh, specifically between sixteen fifty and seventeen thirty was considered the like golden age of piracy. So when piracy was at its height, it's when kind of all of our um all of our movies like Pirates of the Caribbean, um, like all of the TV shows, Black Flag. All of that kind of stuff, and even our flag means death, is all sort of sourced and um, set within that time. When piracy was really sort of that big thing that people could just do, because it's how they would get paid when they weren't under the thumb of whatever European Union existed at the time. Um, so the reason why we're actually discussing this is because again, with, uh, pride having just ended, uh, there are a lot of things that we just maybe didn't know. Um, and I was really interested in sort of discussing the, what was the life like Of a pirate in basically a male-only dominated profession um, for like 80 years. It was only men.
2: Um, So,
1: obviously during that time, um, it was shunned in... Basically everywhere. Uh, to be in a same-sex relationship with, really anyone, whether you are a man, whether you are a woman, whatever.
2: Um. And
1: so, uh, especially so, and if you are a navy person, uh, you probably know some of the stereotypes that come along with your job. Uh, However, uh, specifically, if you were a Navy, if you were a Navy or merchant ships, uh, or pirating, again, completely male-dominated. However, specifically to the Navy and to merchant sailing, you were never going to be around women, uh, well, even in pirating you're never going to be around women specifically they didn't want them there because they felt that women would cause division among the men in the crew uh but conversely if you're a dude who's only around men a hundred percent of the time all of your relationships are going to be with men um but in the navy and in merchant sailing it was specifically restricted to have any kind of relationship with a man to the point where if you were caught you would be uh, whipped and or hung there was no really getting out of that well oh. so yeah it would be a lot of secret rendezvous <laughs> um paying people off kind of thing however when pirates would choose to hit merchant ships a lot of the time if they took a ship you were either recruited or you were cast off so a lot of the folks who uh, were in relationships with other men Realize that, oh, they're going to bring. If I can go onto this ship, I don't have to live by the laws of the navy or the or the merchant fleet or whichever country we happen to be under. Now I'm flying under
2: this flag, and they don't care.
1: So it was it was interesting because. At some point, the like in some cases when they would bring on new recruits from a ship that they would take, pirates would actually base. They would basically have a party. They would have almost a um a baptism. So they would, in some cases, they would have like a saltwater saltwater baptism, and they would get new names and everyone would be cheering and welcoming people into their, into their crew. Uh, One odd thing that I found was that they would even cheers with salt water and drink it, which just makes me want to die.
2: No, don't do (laughs)
3: that.
1: (laughs) No, it's bad. Uh, However, um, becoming part of a pirate crew, meant for a lot of people that they were no longer beholden to the laws regarding sexuality under their previous flag, and they were free to be themselves. There were no restrictions from the society that they were previously part of. Now, obviously we know of Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, and one of the big reasons that that specific area is popular, is because during the Golden Age, um, the Spanish government had a bunch of colonies in the Northern Islands uh, that they referred to as Hispaniola. Uh, and they were, kind of, they were specifically like Haitian and Dominican Republic areas. So at one point, uh, the Spanish government was like, okay, we're done with this um thanks for being part of the country for a little bit but peace out bye and they basically left all of their colonies to rot they no longer help them anymore and because of this because they were no longer helping them out the colonies needed to find other ways to profit to to bring in money Um, and to just sort of like get work going. So what eventually happened is they kind of became like a free, almost like a small free nation of colonies. Anyone was welcome. It became the perfect place for, for deserters, slaves, like runaway slaves, sailors, mutinous soldiers, everyone and anyone who needed a place to hide out was welcome. And especially so if you hated the Catholic Spaniards because they fucked everybody over at the time. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, eventually, these colonies came together and created the Brethren of the Coast. Uh, and they were famous mostly for their hunting and their local cooking, uh, which was a lot of, like, a wood-style burning barbecue called Bacoan. Uh, sorry, Bacan. Uh, and it was from this that they inherited the name Buccaneers.
2: Ah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, as we've mentioned, again, it was mostly a male society, even there. Um, very, like, homosocial, very and assumed to be very homosexual um people would often have friends you know like two male friends that would just disappear into the woods for six months and then (laughs) come out wearing wearing basically whatever they hunted covered in blood and just like happy as shit from the experience um, They're
3: just good friends, though. What are you? Yeah, to just play, just women? the. They're just the buddies going on a hunting trip. They're roommates. Just the bestest roommates, roommates ever. Going on on a hunting trip together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, the Buccaneers also dabbled in pirating, and obviously the Spanish didn't like any of this arrangement. They didn't like anything to do with these folks, so they tried to wipe them out and they also tried to wipe the animals that they hunted out so they the, the spanish government essentially forced them all into pirating because they were killing off their food and forcing them out of the forests eventually
0: huh if you take people <laughs> take away people's like livelihoods they will do turn to crime who knows
1: right uh, eventually, they were pushed out of the the colonies there to the island of Tortuga. Um, mm-hmm. And this ended up being the perfect spot for them, because Tortuga was mostly English and French colonies. And Spain... Oh, yeah. So Spain mostly had the monopoly on trade at the time. So... The English and French and the Dutch governments were obviously not happy with the Spanish having that monopoly, having basically cornered the market on trade. So they just conveniently said, nah, fuck it, we're not going to deal with these people in Tortuga because they're helping us out. You know what? From time to time, we might even slip them a little bit of money. To just go after Spanish ships for us. uh, Which started privateering. Um, Now, obviously Tortuga wasn't without its political issues because the French government fucking hated that Tortuga was so open about same-sex marriage and any same-sex unions of the like. They just assumed, regardless of the fact of whether it was for economic reasons or sexual, um, that, you know, two dudes together was just a bad thing, and they're probably fucking and we hate it. So.
3: But don't the... let women do shit.
1: <laughs> so here's the here's the fun part about this. The French governor at the time, uh, Jean Lavasseur, in his infinite wisdom of all things piracy, decided he was going to send over 1,650 female prostitutes.
3: Oh. Okay. Because
1: he thought that sending a fuck ton of women to Tortuga and selling them off to slaves, to pirates would break apart this little gay thing that they had going on.
0: They're just missing women. That was the only, problem, that was totally the
1: only issue. Right. Uh, so this deeply sexist man thought that sending over 1600 women would civilize quote, quote, civilize these men. Um, um, obviously oh yeah go ahead i was
3: just gonna ask like did they so did those sex workers just end up setting up for the men who were bi and straight them and just like didn't become like in the movie where they just became a port of call
1: kind of yeah um so they were basically this guy was like well they're prostitutes so their property, so we're selling them to Tortuga. And the pirates were like, yeah, okay, we'll buy them. (laughs) And then, because they already shared everything, they were basically just a thruple at the end.
0: Oh. Well, there you go. Right? You just just expanded our relationships. (laughs)
1: Like, (laughs) they, it was, so, they're like oh well oh well th- that that's not ex- that's not at all how we thought this was going to work well now like they are just three people in a union basically at this point so the pirates it's
0: even worse now
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse for them better for for everyone else but ugh. everyone's everyone's making money somehow and bringing supplying the house it's great so yeah his little idea of trying to throw a wrench in the whole situation did not work at all. Uh, And it's interesting because there are, uh, I've seen numerous accounts while looking up uh, this particular governor, and because he was so attached to Tortuga, it's said that he also participated in privateering as well so he was sort of dabbling in the pirate life as well but um because he was a a French governor and he was quote quote proper um that wasn't his jam kind of thing um
3: well but pirating and privateering I mean, were different right
1: no, not really um
3: well, well basically
1: you you are pirating, but you are being paid basically to ignore the the ships of the government that's paying you. That's it.
2: okay.
1: yeah. so in a in a way, like privateering was if you were a pirate and you had a government official come up to you and say, "Yeah, so I want you to work for us." Uh, we're going to give you a shit ton of money, but you stay away from our fleets and you only, if it was the French governor, you're only going to hit Spanish and English and Dutch ships. You continue to do what you do. I'm basically paying a protection fee for my, for my fleet. Yep. Yep.
2: <laughs> um
1: so eventually this uh union would get a name that they would uh refer to as mate uh, or for our english folks uh seamanship um mm, seamen seamen <laughs> <laughs> um so one of the one of the first and one of the most f- famous pirates that we know of on a bottle of rum, Captain Morgan, um was actually a privateer. Uh and he was one of the first captains to draft a contract for his crew. So here or there you kind of hear that you know pirates had um may have had like a a contract when they were on their ship. Um so Captain Henry Morgan when he was uh when he was privateering set up a contract and it, it's kind of one of the earlier versions of healthcare basically or like health insurance. <laughs> um if you lost a hand or foot you would get 600 pieces of eight which is their which is the treasure um, If you lost both legs, 1,800, you'd get 200 for an eye. And then if you became completely blind, you would get 2,000. Mm. Uh, now, this isn't the only thing allowed under the contracts. So they also allowed and encouraged civil unions, so Mait-Letej, um, among their... Um, uh, among the crew and uh, Buccaneer Alexander Eskleman uh, wrote it's the general and solemn custom amongst them all to seek out a comrade or a companion whom we may call partner with whom they join the whole stock of what they possess mm-hmm. Um, so pirates were known to respect Maitletage uh, even though uh, enough that they would never interfere with the relationship of another couple. Uh, it was also noted that even if the, quote, pretense of the joining was economic, it was almost always sexual. <laughs> um, So the joining uh, meant that if one partner were to die, uh, the other would inherit all of the possessions that they accrued um on their time on the ship. Um and as well all of their partners piece of the booty in all raids after the fact. So it was still all divvied up equally as if you know if so they got a
3: pension too? Pretty much.
1: Right? Yeah. So if there was 30 people on the crew and your partner died, the raid would still be split up thirty ways. You would just get your partner's earnings
2: huh. so
3: does it say, or do you know, like, mm-hmm. let's say that Brian and Andrew got married made a yeah, and then Andrew died. And then Brian married Stephen even though we don't like Steven, would <laughs> would he still be entitled to Brian's portion of the booty? Or would he be negating that since he had remarried?
1: I never found out. I was also wondering about that. Yeah. Not a, not well, 100% you know sure.
3: out there, people, let us know, because I'm very interested in that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, me too. Somewhere, someone, somewhere, sn- nope. That's just
0: going to be
3: kidding. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> someone, somewhere knows.
0: There you yep. go. Somewhere, someone, someone, <laughs>
3: someone, somewhere knows. Someone, someplace. someone knows. It's like I can't say, I can't say <clears throat> that shipping company that starts with P. I can't say that word. I've said it wrong. Curulator? Yep. Okay. I can't say it. Okay, what do you say? Curulator. <laughs> Perlitter. Jake gave me so much shit. I'm like, you know, Perlitter. He's like, what? I'm like, you know, Perlitter. He's like, Per... Per... (laughs) I can't do it. I tried so hard. Per... Per... Per...
1: (laughs) Okay, can you say... Can you say Peer?
3: Peer. Peer... Pure ligator. (laughs) No,
1: it, it's, it's Piero. Piero Latour.
3: Piero Latour. Yeah. Yeah. It's still go. so gonna that's come out pearly. It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> it's like I, I've also been trying to train myself to say Z instead of Z, so that I remember what that means when people say Z at me. Not working. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what this is. It's fine. Don't worry yeah,
3: like someone was like, you know, LTZ dead, and I was like, huh?
2: <laughs> it's fine. Anyway,
1: <laughs> um, so it was also noted by one captain uh, that some pairings were so strong uh, that he once saw a man refuse to leave a sinking ship without his mate lot, as they were referred to. And the pair died together in the sinking ship. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: That's a better love story than Titanic.
1: Right. There was room for four fucking people. There were room on that for door. so
3: many people in that piece of fucking wood. <laughs>
1: uh so in the later years of the golden age, around uh ish um, Bartholomew Roberts, who would be later known as the Dread Pirate Roberts, uh, was recruited from his station on a merchant ship. He was a little reluctant at first to join a pirating, uh, to join from going from merchant ship to pirates, uh, but eventually came to terms as his motto was a merry life and a short one. It will be. <laughs> uh, Within six weeks of his weeks of his recruitment, his captain had died and the crew had elected him as the new captain.
2: Mm-hmm. Oops. Way to get up soon.
1: Right. Uh shortly after, he captured a ship with forty thousand gold medoras, which is Portuguese gold coins. Uh the value being around ten million US today.
3: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, He was instantly the most successful pirate of the era. Um, Interestingly enough, he was also the one who introduced the Pirate's Code, which is often referenced in our media today. Um, One part of the code strictly forbade new crew members, or any crew member, to try and convince women and children onto their boats, with the penalty being death. So, still trying to strictly keep it men um but obviously like don't fucking bring kids to be pirates like yeah that's a bad idea it's common sense
3: i mean the Um, navy did it but
1: yeah but yeah but
3: we don't want to be like the navy (laughs) no they (laughs) don't let you be gay
1: and it was very (laughs) apparent that um the royal british navy was the fucking bad guys of the time oh yeah They were, uh, any pirates that they captured, they would just straight up hang. And if they couldn't hang them all fast enough, they would just sell the rest of them into into slavery.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a way to do things, I guess.
1: Right? Okay, these free people, sure, probably we don't like them very much, but we're just going to either kill them or sell them. Like, that's... They were very much the bad guys. Yep. Yeah.
3: Also, they used to have children run the powder up and down in the middle of battles. They called Mm -hmm. them powder monkeys.
1: Yep.
3: That's
0: fucking dangerous.
3: Yeah. Also, unrelated, sort of related. There is a children's children's series, technically, but I would probably say it's for older. Children, maybe more like middle schoolers, called Jackie Faber, where she pretends to be a boy and joins the Navy, and then she becomes a pirate, and it's very good. But there are some trigger warnings
2: in there, but still very good. Anyway, <laughs>
1: uh, so <clears throat> all of that said, uh, Roberts was again not against having relationships. Uh, between crew members, with crew members. Um, One account tells of his relationship with his ship's surgeon, George Wilson, uh, who joined after his crew took his ship. Uh, He quickly became Robert's senior surgeon, and they started an intimate relationship. Uh, Apparently, Wilson was once left on shore or deserted. Nobody is quite sure about that. Uh, for five months. But then the two of them were reunited when Roberts once again took a ship that he was on.
0: (laughs) There's a a love story. It's a better love story than Twilight.
1: Um, (laughs) Someone on the crew reported that Wilson was very alert and cheerful to be back in Roberts' presence. Uh, Supposedly, the two had said if they ever meet the term, Turnip Man, King George, uh, that they would blow up and go to hell together. Um, okay, unfortunately, time out,
3: time out. Why are we calling King George the Turnip Man? That is a fantastic fucking nickname.
1: Well, I'm going to look it up right now. because I'm also looking
3: it up. <laughs> because I need to know.
2: Also, I didn't realize that the Dread Pirate Roberts was a real pirate. Yeah. Uh, George, the first was called Turnip Head. Why, though? Uh... Oh,
1: Turnip King, because many regarded him as a country bumpkin.
2: Oh,
3: <laughs> I don't feel like that's a very good no. result.
1: No, I don't think so. Could have done better. <laughs> Could have done way better. I mean. <sighs> Sorry, folks, that was boring. Um, <laughs> I wanted it to be a better story. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm sad.
3: Maybe he ate too many turnips? Maybe he
1: looked... I mean, he kind of looks like a turnip.
3: Maybe he fucked a turnip?
1: You know, I... I don't want to know, but I wouldn't...
3: I mean, I want to laugh at him if he fucked a turnip,
0: because that's (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) And I have questions on how you achieved that. I mean, (laughs) drill a hole in it, right?
1: So, uh, unfortunately... Roberts and Wilson did not get to get blown up together. Um, Roberts was shot and killed in uh, in a skirmish with the British Royal, the Royal British Navy, British Royal Navy, British Royal Navy. Um, And Wilson managed to negotiate his escape. Uh, They captured 272 of their crew. Uh, around 50 of them were hung, and I think 60 of them were sold into slavery. I don't know what happened to the rest of them. It doesn't say. Probably stuck in cages and left to rot. I Feels like Probably a thing.
2: Probably killed, yeah. Yeah. Um, now,
1: that we've all, that we've got rid of all of the boring stuff out of the way. I'm going to tell you about the two pirate queens. Anne Bonny was born in as an illegitimate illegitimate daughter of a lawyer in Ireland. Um she uh, her father and his mistress, um, for basically her whole childhood life, uh, basically tried to hide her from his uh, his new wife. Or sorry, his, his first wife. Um, and so, as any good father would do, he dressed her up as a boy and called her Andy.
2: Oh,
1: mm. um, eventually his wife would found, find out and basically berate him and saying, do you think I wouldn't have figured out? And thus terminated their marriage. Um, he, uh, she went out and obviously made his adultery public um and his business and his life as a as a lawyer within uh Kinsdale was done um so they left to the new world basically uh settling in Charleston South Carolina and he brought along his mistress, who would be his new wife. Um, they bought a plantation and basically lived there and that's where they would work. So the kids and um and him and his wife, and he would start up his legal career again, would work on the plantation. Um at one point Uh, there was, there's a lot of like stories that are not a hundred percent confirmed. Uh, however, one story is that there was a young man that worked near her. Um, and while she was taking care of her father's uh, household and taking care of the plantation, um, that, uh, tried to assault her, uh, and she ended up putting him in the hospital for several weeks. Good. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was also a rumor that she murdered a servant girl with a knife, but
3: that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Again, those things are non not confirmed. Uh, however, I'm
0: not sure what like like what the point would be that
1: mm-hmm. uh, when she was 16 she fell in love with a small time pirate named James Bonnie. Um, who just wanted her estate basically. Uh, obviously her father was against the relationship, but she married him anyway. Um, and her father was very disappointed because he wanted to make a respectful lady out of Anne. Um, so he basically said, you're out. You're no longer my child. Oh. Um, Yes.
2: Dick move. Yep.
1: So eventually, uh, James took his wife to New Providence, um, where there was a Pirates, uh, the New Providence Pirates hideout. Uh, He couldn't support her, so he became an informer for the governor she got pissed off at him because we have all of our pirate friends. Um, and with the help of her good friend, Pierre, who, uh, was a celebrated homosexual and ran a quote quote ladies establishment. Um, she ended up running away with Calico Jack Rackham. um,
0: What's a celebrated homosexual? That is a that that is an
1: excellent question. I assume that he's probably someone from the community that people really like and choose to ignore certain parts of who he is. (laughs) Because the times. (laughs) Also, he's running a brothel, and rich people probably love him.
2: Oh, probably.
1: Um, again, Calico Jack was a small time pirate who usually attacked like just mainly coastal shipping. He wasn't super successful. Um But he knew how to spend money, so people knew him. Um, but Anne dressed as a man while she was on, on the ship because, again, women were generally not allowed on the ships. Uh, however, when eventually she was found out, uh, everyone was like, well, you've been here long enough and you fight with us, so fuck it. I mean, you're the captain's woman. I guess you can't have bad luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, But also, you're the captain's woman, so we're not going to fucking do anything. Um, it, it, Which is It's its own thing. She got pregnant and was left in Cuba to deliver um, the baby. There are a couple of theories um, about what happened to that baby because it doesn't really say. Uh, Either, like, some people think that she could have just abandoned her or there might've been a friend that they had in Cuba who raised their kid, uh, or the child ended up dying. Um, but nobody really knows. Uh, but she eventually came back to the life of a pirate a couple months later. Um, and by that time, a second woman had also been posing as a man. Um, um, and was now on the ship, uh, Mary Reed.
2: The same ship.
1: On the same ship. So, during the time that uh, Anne was off in Cuba, Mary Reed joined boarded the ship. She had actually started, um, and this might actually have some sort of um, inspiration for the show you were just talking about, Courtney, uh, because. Yeah. Mary Reed joined the Navy posing as a uh, as a boy, ah, and when their ship was taken, she joined Calico Jack's ship. Oh, nice! Yeah, uh, still as as a boy, like as a male. Um,
0: but did he know that she was? No, he didn't. Oh.
1: So Jack didn't know. Um. And Mary, sorry, and Anne and Mary didn't know each other were women either. (laughs) Um, Eventually they became friends really quickly and
2: um, Mary
1: eventually kind of confesses to Anne um, as as the story is told that she is romantically interested in her and Anne's like well I'm a woman and Mary's like yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> um, Jack however noticed that they were becoming really good friends and started getting jealous and Anne went back was like it's okay she's a woman you don't have to worry about it uh, which basically just says to me like she probably was still in a romantic relationship. It sounds like it very much sounds like the reverse throuple of (laughs) the, (laughs) of the other bit um, of the, of the men. Sorry. Because eventually um, it, I guess the, the story of the two is that, they always went into battle together. They were always back to back. They were always fighting together, and they were very good at what they did. And they were always leading the pack. Um, a lot of that feels very similar to the um, how the how a lot of people who were together in Maitletage, um functioned as well, right?
2: Um, a
1: eventually in October of 1720. So I'm going to put this out there for a sec. Um, Mary Reed and Anne Bonny, they as much as they were referred to as Pirate Queens, they, they did not have a long um, career as pirates. It lasted a little over a year, I think a year and a half or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in, in October of 1720, a ex-pirate who is now a commander of the British Navy um, attacked Rackham's ship. So what had happened was uh, the night before, they had managed to capture a Spanish commercial ship um
2: and they decided
1: that they were going to celebrate and get wasted so on and this uh navy ship came along and decided this is the perfect time to attack um and the only two people that could resist were uh Mary Reed and Anne Bonnie because everybody was drunk. And then <laughs> as much as the two women were like, you have to come, we're being attacked, everyone was like, Well, we're fucking shit faced and we're just gonna lay here. Um nice. so they were easily captured. Um everyone charged with uh, the crime of piracy, but Anne and Mary were spared because they claimed to be pregnant. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, Mary died in a Jamaican prison., uh, she came down with a fever and died of a sickness. Uh, and Bonnie, it said that, um, one night, her, the door to her prison cell was left open. Um, And nobody's really quite sure what happened to her after, whether she went back home to South Carolina or ran off somewhere else. Um, there is a whole number of things that people say happened. Uh, one of them being that she went back home to her father's homestead and ended up marrying a man and having a bunch of children um but all we know is that her and Mary Reed were together basically for that time while they were um and they were the last two to to stand up together against um Against their captors. So,
2: yeah. And that's all I got. That's our... That's our gay pirate episode. (laughs) (laughs) Did
3: you find anything about piracy and being
2: homosexual in Eastern pirates?
1: No. Um... Mostly because what? Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out. Uh, I gotta find it first, mostly because what had originally turned me onto this was me sifting through uh, or listening through like Spotify, and there's an album about the legend of An Bonnie., um, and I was like, oh, this sounds really cool and then i started looking it up and then i started getting deeper and deeper down the the rabbit hole but most of that is like the um piracy between you know europe and and the quote quote new world right and and north america um however it would be interesting to see because um one of the most notorious pirate queens was a Chinese woman. Um, yeah, I feel like I should just do more on it at this point. More
2: pirates.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: I don't think anyone will be mad about more pirates.
1: No.
0: Yep. Everyone loves pirates, especially right now. Pirates are so vogue right now. <laughs> they really are. <laughs>
3: I actually listened to a, a, like two podcasts about pirates before this episode. Not like today, but like recently
2: because of uh, our five means death. So, yep. Uh,
1: so I think um, uh, Shang Yi Sao, uh, who also goes by Shi Zhu, uh, she's got a lot a lot a lot a lot of names. Um yeah. but she was a Chinese pirate leader who's active in the South China Sea for um for the first for about 10 years. Uh
3: which is a long time for a pirate was like
1: super long time.
3: Everybody yeah. talks about like Blackbeard and everybody like they did this for like decades and it was like maybe a year or two tops.
1: Yeah. And she she did not die as a pirate. I mean You die if you once a pirate, always a pirate. But she did not die on the sea; she died in 1844. She lived long enough to retire. She lived long enough to die. Yeah. So yes, I will. I will revisit pirates, pirates of the East. I will do that because that is also of interest to me.
0: Yeah, it'd be really interesting to learn about um, like pirates in different nations just because we generally hear just kind of about the European ones. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're yeah. actually kind of lame.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, competitively,
3: like, like, not that they're not cool, because they're definitely cool, but like we always talk about the age of piracy like it happened. Like, I always thought it was like 150 years, 200 years of piracy, and it wasn't. Which is kind of disappointing to find out.
1: Yeah. Like... Seventy years at its peak, and then it just sort of like scattered around. Yeah, yeah.
3: Although I did learn that Steed Bonnet and um, Blackbeard did meet in real life. oh, they weren't gay together in, life, in real life. But no, <laughs> but that <laughs> was that was disappointing. I was like, kind of hoping. I was like, eh, a little bit maybe. No, no, no. That we know?
1: Yeah, that we know Not that
3: there's any record. Actually, I think they kind of ended on bad terms
2: too, so... Spoilers. I mean, (laughs) that wasn't (laughs) supposed to be a spoiler.
1: Taika was like, yeah, I just knew that these pirates existed, and they interacted, and I didn't give a fuck about the rest of it. I just wanted to make a fun show.
3: (laughs) That sounds like Taika and TT. Yeah. It's like him Mm -hmm. adding the goats into Thor. Just to fuck with people.
1: But those goats are actually part it's of. It's
3: legit. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah. no, it's legitimate. But I but like I guess he wanted to see if, uh, if James Gunn oh, yeah. was gonna yeah, actually do something with it. it. So it's kind <laughs> of a troll.
1: Um the the part where Thor jokes about eating them is legitimately pulled from the mythology apparently they were eaten every single day, oh. uh, and they would regenerate and that's come back mean. to life.
0: Told us about that because that's that was what Robin's like. Um, their image was on the their guest was yeah. the goat.
1: Yeah,
0: that's mean.
1: Um, uh, as long as the bones were kept together and undamaged, then the goats would regenerate undamaged. But apparently Loki, at one time, um, tricked a child into breaking open one of the bones because that's where the best part is, because that's where the marrow is. And one of the goats regenerated the next day with a broken leg.
3: That's even meaner!
1: It is!
3: Y'all, I don't like it.
1: <laughs> goats. The goats are real. The
2: are... <laughs> goats
0: are real. <laughs> There's a perfect place to end this. The are real. <laughs> that's it for this week as always pictures and additional information can be found on our website at thehumanexception.com. To keep up with all things exceptional be sure to follow us on twitter facebook or instagram at the human exception have a story that you want us to cover want to tell us that we're wrong or you just want to say hi you can email us at the at gmail.com and to get on the fun you can come join us on our discord server link can be found in the contact page keep on being exceptional my humans and have a wonderful weekend
1: You've seen the grapefruit, grapefruit video right
3: i mean the what oh yeah you microwave it right
1: no and this is going off no oh no. <laughs> oh my god
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god but, um, <laughs> you have not seen the grapefruit video no you I don't are... think I want to. <laughs> no, you you cannot mm-mm. you can't fucking I've seriously escape del- this now.
3: Derail things. Also I found that sketch sketch clip uh, that I was talking about earlier, but it's um not available in our country, so
2: rest in peace. I shared it anyway. Maybe. Maybe I clicked the wrong one. It did. All right. <laughs> oh, you know what it was? It was an orbits commercial. Orbits. Woo. Orbits. That that's some time ago. I wanna say it was orbits. Maybe it wasn't.
1: Ouch. Well, the the clip isn't gonna load on there, but that's fine. Uh, watch that later. Turn up the volume.
3: Oh, I don't want to watch this. I'm already upset. <laughs> it's called the grapefruit technique.
2: Yep. That is mm-hmm. not okay. <laughs> Instant discomfort.
0: I guess whatever between consenting fruits. (laughs) Can a fruit give consent? That's the question. I don't think it can. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Um, The dolphin can't give consent. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess (laughs) a
3: grapefruit's not sentient, so there's that. Yeah.
1: It's fair.
0: At least least we hope not. (laughs) Sentient grapefruit.
2: (laughs) Um I just three we're eating them. This is fine. Yep.